0: are you ready to take the lead in the dance of life fall in love with who you are right now and find uninhibited joy every day then it's time for you to flaunt your smart sexy and spiritual self join radio host laura cheadle and learn how the five steps of flaunt can help you quit seeking approval proving your worth and release you from the judgment of others express all that you are discover your naked self-worth and finally enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create
1: Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I am Laura Cheadle, and oh, sparkle is one of those things that a lot of us are struggling with right now. So much is going on in the world, and we are holding so much in our energetic space, as well as in our mental and our physical space. And that's why I feel like it's especially relevant that I bring you today's guest. Today's guest is Cassidy Kane, and she is a spiritual author, a solopreneur, and a light worker. She's got an academic background in psychology and history, and she is one of those incredible people that can cut through the muck, that can cut through some of that heaviness that we're all feeling, or at least many of us are feeling right now, and really help us to ascend and to elevate. She had an unexpected spiritual awakening that connected her with the love and the support of the universe. And since launching her blog five years ago, she has gone on to reach millions of people worldwide. She really offers love and support that she channels from the universe. Her channeled writing, her guidance, and her healing sessions truly have helped so many people, me included. And she's the author of the book, The Universe Speaks, Are You Listening? And that's what I would like to speak with her today about. And what I would like to share with you is her words of wisdom around the universe. So with that, welcome to the show,
2: Cassidy. It's a pleasure having you on.: Thank you so much. I love what your show stands for and what you stand for, and I think it's something so many of us need right now. We need that extra sparkle, a, a reminder that even if things are hard around us, and even if the world is struggling, we still have that choice for what we get out of life and our attitude to it and how we experience every day. Absolutely.
1: So right now, as I had mentioned earlier, many of us in the world are struggling and not only globally, but many of us are also having some personal things happen right now. I know you went through your dark night of the soul as well. Could you tell listeners a little bit about that and what helped you break free and move on?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, my awakening happened just after the last recession. So there are a lot of echoes of what's happening now that I was experiencing back then. I remember back then, a lot of people were really taken aback by what happened. No one had expected it in advance. Everything seemed like it was going well. And then suddenly these big challenges that were affecting pretty much every part of life. It was uh, mainly financial back then, not something health related but it was still this feeling of pressing darkness in many ways and i just lost my job i was fresh out of university i got a a job in the media that i was pleased with and within a year of getting that job they were cutting everyone's they were cutting staff a lot so i lost my job i had to get out of my apartment move in with my parents again and i felt so humiliated and like there was no light ahead really, Um, I just kept feeling like what was the point in my existence because I just didn't really have that feeling that there was anything good ahead and that life was, that there was anything in life Um, and it went on for months and months and I just kept having this really heavy feeling that what was the point in anything (laughs) But then one night I had an experience in a lucid dream where I was embraced by pure lights. I had no religious background, no spiritual pre-existing experiences. So it took me completely by surprise because the feeling that I had in this lucid experience was my heart was activated with the vibration of unconditional love. It was something I never felt before. It was like... Being hugged by the universe, and the feeling was everyone is so loved, everything is okay, and everything is always going to be okay. This all is well, you're safe, you're cared for. I love you. And it was the starting point of a completely new path for me. Like I mentioned, I didn't have a religious background, I had no conception of a higher power for my upbringing. My family wasn't religious, it wasn't something I was familiar with even the idea of of something or someone out there caring about me or anyone else. So I did a lot of soul searching and a lot of um, reading about psychology, about the nature of the universe, everything I could get my hands on pretty much. And I started gradually to receive more and more messages from this presence that had activated me or awakened me. And what stood out so much was These messages were so different than what I'd heard around me growing up and in society. It was so encouraging, so supportive and loving and forgiving. So I was encouraged to start sharing these messages with others as well, because I was shown that a lot of other people were going through this dark night of the soul, these challenges and the spiritual awakening, which isn't always that, illumination that I experienced but there can be kind of a gradual questioning of our existing reality where the window begins to open to something new. Um, One thing that I really experienced a lot was seeing this number code 1111. I saw it everywhere I went and I know now that that is one of the hallmarks of spiritual awakening and ascension. So um, that's why I started my blog I was told that there were others who needed the messages and I discovered very quickly that there were. And I had not anticipated that. I'd never met anyone who'd gone through anything like this. So it was really just astonishing to get the, I I guess you could call it the proof that there really is something going on behind beyond the regular reality and that there are so many people independent of each other experiencing this awakening
1: yes I really appreciate that you use the word proof
2: because I think
1: that's something that listeners and people sometimes struggle with they were raised with a religious identity or with some certain rules that an ascension might look this way or Mm -hmm. if you do something right this is how it will manifest And oftentimes, to your point, it looks different than how you think it might. Yet at the same time, that proof comes in. You feel that connection with others. The messages that you're hearing prove to be true, and it changes the way you feel. And I think there's such power in that inner shift, that inner knowing, because it's irrefutable when something comes in and it, you feel that unconditional love. And thank you for validating that in yourself, but also so that others who are hearing your story are now free to validate that within themselves as well. I think that's very important.
2: Well, thank you so much. I have to say that when I was first asked to release my book during this very challenging time in the world, I was a little worried about how that would go because it may seem like I wasn't being considerate towards people experiencing challenges at this time. But what I was shown was it can be an inspiration to know that I went through something that was similar in in experience and, and to know that I got out the other side because, like I said, I lost my job. I felt everything was lost. And yet, out of that small glimmer of light that showed up, that felt like... This couldn't grow into a whole new life, but that is what it's done. Uh, within these years now, this is what I do for a living. And I, I share this um, breaking open of, of the old reality and allowing new light in. That that's what I do, and I'm able to help other people with that. So to anyone who's worried, I I really love to encourage people to know that when the darkness of that dark night of the soul is there. We can almost see it as an invitation because it means that old heaviness is coming up so that we can open to light, so that we can shift into a new state. So we can reframe it that way that it feels bad, but it's actually a signal that something is changing to open up, to allow that new and higher state to arrive with us
1: yes and even the title of your book the universe speaks are you listening when we get distressed when we start moving into ego into fear oftentimes we aren't listening and i think even the title of your book is that call that reminder to people the universe is speaking and are you listening because many people just from looking at the title of your book can then say oh, I guess I'm not. I've, I've kind of been wrapped up and distracted and in self-pity and fear and scarcity and lack and all of that. And, oh,
2: maybe I should start with <laughs> It's definitely a, um, a great way of making you think differently. I, I do like that, that it makes you ask questions. I feel questions are so powerful. And I love using that as a method during this challenging time, is if we can ask how could this be different if the universe was supporting of me, if I was unconditionally loved and above all, if there was this bigger purpose to what was going on, what would that change? And just asking those questions, it changes the energy that we're in, it changes our emotions and it opens us up to that higher version of what we're experiencing. So I love that, just asking questions. When you feel down, when you feel the fear, when you feel that heaviness arriving with you or coming to the surface, if you can ask what would this look like if it was a better experience or what would a miracle be right now to me? How could this be different? I I really like that because it's so simple and yet it changes and opens us so much. Exactly. Now, is that what you mean when you talk about anchoring
1: in more love every day, just being open to that? What does that look like for, for you, for us?
2: Well, um, not to get too complicated, but I, when I work with energy, it's based in the scientific fact that everything in the universe, us included, and every object we're surrounded by, we're not actually solid. We're tiny, tiny, tiny microatoms, if you will, vibrating at particular frequencies. And so all the work we do in, in my world is about aligning with and uplifting into the vibratory state that is light and expansive because fear and shame and worry and all those heavy, uncomfortable feelings, they're actually something you can track Uh, energetically you can see that it's a slow vibration it's a very kind of dense vibration so what I work with a lot is releasing those states and uplifting into a higher vibration where we feel kind of zoomy and sparkly and and what you stand for it's what I would call high vibrational so it means we're in like a different way of living it's like if you had a tape that was running really slowly and you sped it up and you feel more effervescent and good and light and the universe the consciousness that i speak about in my work is very very high vibrational it's who we are beyond our physical bodies so when we are high vibrational we're kind of Effortlessly aligned with receiving the support of that universe, that greater state of the high vibrational consciousness that is really out there, and we're a part of it, and it's a part of us. But in our human life, we're often off that kind of radio channel because we're too heavy. We're put into the fear and the sadness, and that brings us off that channel. So we don't perceive that the universe is supporting us. We don't feel that love. So the work you do, it's, it's very related to what I do. I probably work a little differently, but anything that makes you feel good and happy and light, that brings you more interconnectedness with the universal support.
1: Absolutely. Because you talk about activating your soul's highest path. And I really, truly believe that all of us have that highest path, and we know it inside. It's just that we get slown down, we get covered up, and it's not that it's our fault, it's just that we're not listening. You're right, the universe is there, it is speaking, it is helping us, but sometimes we're just not noticing. So this book is really designed to help people start noticing, start moving into that higher energetic state, start activating their soul's highest purpose. Are there some exercises in the book as well as channeled messages? What can, what can readers look forward to?
2: Well, it contains a lot of um, mind shifts, mental shifts that you can use in your everyday life to look at things differently. And that does change your vibration into that higher state of openness. And there are also a lot of simple yet powerful exercises that you can do. For example, if you're out driving or if you're busy with your family or if you're at work and you need some time out, they're short enough that you can get, you can fit them into your daily life, but they also make a big difference. And you can feel the exercises lift you up, cleanse out the heaviness. And so I love the format of this book, which I was guided to, to, to not make it kind of a, a big challenging read where you have to spend a lot of time to understand, but it's in these bite-sized formats that help you a lot when you need it. Because I know that from my own experience, awakening and you know living as a human being, it's not always easy. And when we're in the challenge, We need something that can help us now. We need something that can help us without that much effort because otherwise we're not really in the state to to do that work. So I, I wanted to make this book as light and easy to use as possible and yet deliver the biggest positive shifts. Which is so huge because you're absolutely
1: right. When we're in a place of trauma or angst, it's just fix it now, fix it now. And I think that's sometimes why people don't pursue the spiritual path or they don't actually start healing is they have this preconceived notion that it's going to be hard and that I have to meditate for hours a day and I have to understand the wisdom of the ages when in truth, sometimes
2: just a couple of minutes is all that you need absolutely and you reminded me of something that i really love this powerful insight which is the spiritual path isn't about becoming someone else or learning so much it's we are already spiritual as that soul remember i mentioned about energy our soul is in in the way i see it our energy being beyond our physical body. We're here living as a physical human being, but we are, the essence of who we are is eternal. And that part of us is perfect already. It doesn't have to try to understand why we're here or what our life purpose is. Like you say, we know it inside already. If we can just kind of release the beliefs and the thoughts and the perceptions that we've taken on and. I just love anchoring into that, knowing that we don't have to try. We already are perfect. We already are light. Absolutely. Do you have any
1: wisdom just in the moment or an exercise right now that you could share with listeners who might be listening and thinking, oh, this sounds like it would feel really, really good, but I'm not quite sure what that would feel like. Can you guide them through something right now that might give them just a tiny little shift?
2: Yeah, you know, something that I love doing and that I would recommend to everyone is connecting to that light of the universe, that unconditional love every single day. And it sounds maybe like this idea that is far out there, but we can actually do that and feel Supported every day, so how I do it is you close your eyes, you relax a little bit, kind of notice where you're holding tension, and then you reach up about 300 feet where there is kind of a gateway to that pure, high vibrational consciousness. You'll kind of feel it when you go up there, and setting the intention is really what makes that connection happen. Focus up 300 feet, find the place where it feels light. And then ask that light, invite it to come into your space. And that is the pure high vibrational energy that you can then shift the negativity with. So anyone who's been feeling heavy or fearful about the future, which is something that a lot of us are experiencing right now, just connect up there right now, 300 feet up. If you don't believe that it's going to work, just try it anyway, because... You have nothing to lose. So invite that light down into your space, filling your whole room and kind of coming into your body and filling every part of your body. And then allow that light to kind of wash away that heaviness. And this light and your intention has the power to instantly shift that heaviness, the kind of tangled up stuff. So just allow that light to do the work because it knows how to Set the intention, it's cleansing out anything heavy or fear-based from your space and from your body. And the more you do this, the more you notice the shifts. But what it's really subtly doing is releasing the heavy energy and infusing positive energy, which means you start to attract more positivity from around you in your life circumstances as well. So I like to do this when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning to kind of get that extra oomph. That's a
1: great idea. That is an absolutely great idea because then as you move into your world, you are also attracting that energy right back to you.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, When you do it regularly, you tend to experience more synchronicities. People respond to you differently. It just helps to kind of change what we experience in the world what the mirror of reality Um, there's a spiritual saying as within so without that we're always inviting back somehow a an experience that relates to what we're holding within so if we're very fearful we tend to see more things to be afraid of it becomes this self-reinforcing pattern that can really run away from us if we're not careful so Allowing this light to cleanse that fear and and helping us to be in a state of inner peace and calm, it can really help to change what we experience when we then go out into the world. And Yeah, I really love this method because it's so simple. And yet, the more we do it, it compounds and feel better and better.
1: Thank you for that. Because I i felt that shift just in the heart in my energy and i'm certain that any of the listeners who did that felt that as well and what's amazing about that is that is such a good example of this thinking differently. It's not that we have to learn this new way of thinking. It's not that we have to become this different person. It's merely allowing that energy to shift our vibration to rise. And suddenly it's not that quote unquote bad things aren't happening. It's not that the world is not in a strange state right now. It's just that we are floating above that and we're feeling the love and we're more connected. And it's a glass versus the glass is half empty. We're not changing we're just viewing it differently. And that is incredibly powerful.
2: I really love this method. And um, if you told me back when I was experiencing my dark night of the soul that this was something I could do and it would be powerful, I probably would have been very skeptical. And I definitely, all the work I do, I try to remember what it was like before I knew what it felt like to live like this. So To anyone who feels a little skeptical, I would say just try it because you do begin to notice a difference. And I, you know, it's available to everyone. It's free. And I personally feel like it's so simple that it can really um, be a, a nice little thing to do on a daily basis that even if you don't believe that it's working, there's a a thing called the placebo effect. So if you're a scientific person, try it because of that. Just see how it works for you because um, you have nothing to lose in essence. Great advice. And I also saw that your book can also
1: be used as an oracle, meaning that if you've got a question in your mind or in your heart, you can think about that question, you can feel that question, and then you can just kind of open the book and see
2: where it lands. Yes, that's something that I was guided to to make the book in this format where it's, you can read it from cover to cover, but it's in essence made as an oracle. So when you have a question, I, I or I love to use it on a daily basis, like when you get up, when you have breakfast, ask the universe what is most beneficial to you today to keep in mind or if there's something that will be useful for you. So then you open it to the page you feel guided to. And there's a message with insights, advice, something to support you to having the best day you can. And you can also use it if you, like you said, have any big questions. If you're entering into a relationship and you're wondering about, you know, what lies beyond and how they're feeling or what you can do to to get the best out of the experience. Or if you're having a hard time at work or pretty much anything that you're dealing with, there will be high vibrational positive advice from the universe in the book. I love that.
1: And do you know what I'm gonna do? As you were saying that and I was talking, I was thinking, oh my goodness, every Monday morning in the Flaunt Flock, I do a live video where I do either my own channeling with the librarians, which are my guides that I talk to, or I pull out angel cards and I do just kind of an energetic check-in for the week. And as we were talking, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to start using your book for my Monday morning reading. And I think that would be such a good way to connect some of this high vibe and to send your message out. And then it'd be interesting to see people as they reflect back and can maybe start using it, you know, on their own and to see how my message dovetails with them. I think that's going to be a really powerful thing to do. And I am looking forward to that.
2: That's so great. Yeah, Yeah, uh, the Oracle format is so amazing because uh, what comes to mind is as we go through our human lives, you know, uh, we end up getting into these habits of thinking, not just our habits in our physical life, like having coffee every morning or not exercising or whatever (laughs) our personal habits are, but our mind tends to go in a particular direction. Our emotions tend to have a particular kind of flow or not flow. So using oracles is such a powerful way to get something new in there, to to break out of those habits so that we can experience more from life, so that we can expand into more of who we are and who we could be. So I, I, I really do love that, that. In my book, there's 111 messages. So it gives you enough variety and yet practical advice that it's, I like when there's enough variety that you know that the message is really meant for you. Like if there were just two messages, it wouldn't it would just kind of be random which one you got. But when there's so many, you get that feeling that, wow, this really was meant for me. And then that builds up the connection with your guidance where you feel like, wow, there really is guidance for me. There is someone who knows what I'm going through who cares about me enough to help me and understand me. And that's a really amazing thing. I've had my book out in my house when i've had friends around who aren't spiritual who aren't on that path and they're very curious (laughs) and i've had some of them they get the message that they most need and you can see that it really stuns people to know that like how did this how did this happen there is someone who knows there is a purpose to me being here and that's a really amazing feeling to have every day that you know we're not here by accident that there is something and someone beyond that is that knows you and supports you for who you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just love that.
1: I do too. It's funny that you mentioned that because I've got two kids in their 20s and same thing. You know, Sometimes I'll be like, guys, I know it's hard, but you can just look at this and they're like, no, mom, that's not true. You know, And then something comes up and they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That was too spot on to be a coincidence. And it's like, yeah, the universe is there. You are loved unconditionally. Whether you know it or believe it or not, it's completely irrelevant. It's like if we didn't believe the earth was round, it still is round. It, Our belief doesn't change the fact that the earth is still round.
2: I completely agree. And the great thing is that you know yes we do have the choice to not enter into this interaction with the universe or with guidance we get the choice we can live you know the life is hard standard way of living the most human beings live because it's our cultural perception and that's how i lived before my awakening and everyone in my family and the people that i used to know they lived that way But I now know there is an option. And that option is when we open to that love from the universe and that guidance, our life is so much more smooth and fulfilling. And we open up to the higher experiences, the sharing our gifts with other people and experiencing the shifts that come from finding out more about ourselves and who we really are and being more Our unique self and feeling supported for that. It's such a wonderful way to live.
1: Yes, it is. And especially now, you know, you had your dark night of the soul, I've had mine. It's my guess that many of you who are out there listening right now have had yours too. And even if you haven't had that personal one, we're kind of in a collective one. So it is your choice. If you want to keep riding this roller coaster, if you want to keep spiraling down and being worried, that is absolutely your choice. But why not try a different way? Like Cassidy said earlier, we get used to thinking a certain way. We have only so many thoughts. And it behooves us to interject some new, fresh thoughts, some new, fresh ideas. If you don't like them, don't adopt them. But if they make you go, oh, this feels good. I have never thought about it like that. Then why not? We're going to take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsor. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more about Cassidy Kane, her journey, and we're going to take her through the five steps of flaunt. As a reminder, she is Cassidy Kane. Her book is The Universe Speaks. Are you listening? And it is available wherever books are sold.
0: We will be right back. According to Harvard's Health and Happiness Study, the number one way to find happiness is to feel good. And Laura's 90-day Fit to Flaunt program is all about feeling good every day. If you're sick and tired of the unhealthy, unrealistic, and unattainable goals that the diet and fitness industry shoves at us all, then Fit to Flaunt is the program for you. Based on your goals, your body, your lifestyle, and most importantly, how you feel, Fit to Flaunt will change the way you think about health, happiness, and most importantly, yourself. For more information, go to www.lauracheedle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com because the program starts soon (laughs) and fills up fast. And we are
1: back with Cassidy Kane, author of The Universe Speaks, Are You Listening? And she is going to share some more of her amazing wisdom with how to connect, how to raise your vibration, how to feel better, and how you can sparkle every day. So welcome back. In case you are new to the show, this show is called Flaunt. Build your dreams and live your sparkle. And Flaunt is an acronym, and it stands for the five things that I believe we should do each and every day if we want to stay firmly in our sparkle, our power, our innate worth, and live a life that is filled with joy, passion, and meaning. Flaunt stands for F: Find your fetish. L: Laugh out loud. A: U accept unconditionally and navigate the negative and t trust in your truth cassidy as you were saying earlier you had your spiritual awakening shortly after your downward spiral right as you were facing that dark night of the soul and it's my guess that when you were going through that you weren't really finding your fetish and having fun and, and laughing a whole lot. How, how was it to go from that deepest, darkest place of pain to feeling that unconditional love light up your soul to back into finding your fetish and living a life of fun and joy and laughter? Was it something that just happened instantaneously or did you kind of have to work your way back up the ladder before you could find your joy and find that laughter again
2: well it was a very gradual process really and as many people experience with spiritual awakening it's all the baggage that we tend to have from prior to that gets stirred up and that's what makes it so challenging for so many people Um, And what I believe is happening on the planet right now is a lot of our fear and a lot of our worries are being stirred up by the outer challenges. And so when that happens, they don't just necessarily magically disappear overnight. That's not what happened for me. So I did have to work through that. There was a lot of shadow work of finding out what was really hiding, so to speak, in my being in my unconscious and the secret beliefs that had kept me blocked from feeling the love of the universe, because the truth was the universe had loved me the whole time and the universe loves everyone and we're a part of it. And it's a part of us. But when we have that fear and the worries and the sadness and the disappointments from the past, it kind of tends to bring us off feeling it. And then uh, we, we're not able to receive it. And just speaking about this, I can feel that the mood is kind of lowering in the conversation when we talk about the disappointments, because everyone has disappointments. And those were a result of what we had in our system. And most people are taught when we're growing up that, you know, life is hard. Things just don't work out. You know, Uh, you have to work hard and you don't necessarily get the payoff that you want you just have to suck it up and deal with it or life is unfair there's all these beliefs that we're told uh, whether outright or just they're kind of just hanging out in our culture and it's the tendency to think like that and all those things keep us blocked from the radiant light and the sparkle and the flaunt of what we could have so in the dark night of the soul I feel like it's That's when all that stuff is stirred up, all the bad, negative, heavy stuff. And then the awakening is when we see I'm feeling the stuff, but that's not what has to be my life. This stuff isn't me. And we often start to get this perspective shift, first of all, where we realize that you've had so much of it, you had enough. And then you start to open your perspective. And that's often that choice of, sometimes even giving up or surrendering or thinking if this is all there is universe or God or source then you have to help me and I allow you to do what you feel is best for me and then we open in that surrender to that light reaching us and I feel like that's often how we end up shifting into that spiritual state so it's not necessarily an easy experience as we're experiencing as a whole cultural collective as a species right now with these challenges but like i mentioned before when that darkness is around we can almost try to see it as an invitation that light is trying to reach us and that's why that darkness is there like what if the universe is trying to help us on the planet and us as a society to live with more sparkle to be happier for everyone to have a higher state of being and to be safe and loved and in abundance with however that looks for us. And that's the reason why we're now facing this challenge so that we can see that we don't want more of this way of doing things. We want a higher state and now we're going to figure out how that looks for us. Yes.
1: So for me, my fetish is dance. When I start feeling that heaviness, I dance and I twirl and I move my body and it helps raise my vibration, raise my thoughts so that I'm more willing to do things like grab your book and open it and read something and do something to help me. What is your fetish? What do you do when you find yourself starting to go low that will almost always bring you right back up?
2: My, uh, I'm sorry, my computer cut out there for a minute, but I I heard your question. Um, What I love to do is focus on the happy things. I go outside and I stand around in the sunshine, I look at butterflies, hummingbirds, I love nature. Nature is so effortlessly high vibrational in that it reminds us that we don't have to try to be perfect or beautiful or Connected with the universe is about the essence of who we are. It's there already, and nature displays that so well. If you have a pet, playing with your pet or petting your pet, being around children, those are such great ways of uplifting. And music is another super powerful way of uplifting. It can change your mood, your state, your energy in a second. So that's another thing that I love to do. I also, you know, when you can forget. That dance like nobody's watching. I love that saying. And you can forget if what people think about you, but you can just be silly. Maybe on your own, like dancing and singing. I like 80s and 90s music. They had that really effervescent energy back then that I feel like these days people are a little more self-conscious. Maybe so. I I, I like those 80s pop radio hits.
0: <laughs> <Really fun. laughs> <I> would, <yeah. laughs>
1: those are fun. <laughs>
2: And Ellen Flaunt is about
1: laughing and laughing out loud. And I feel like when we're laughing, we can't be in a low vibration. We can't fail to notice the good things. Laughter releases the tension in our bodies, it breaks the tension for those around us. And I know for me, if I need to laugh, animals, animals and babies. Those are my two go-to. I didn't know if you had anything else that would always make you laugh that you could share with us.
2: I love that. And I'm on Instagram sending videos of cute pets to my relatives, to friends. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. There are so many cute pets out there. They're so funny. They provided millions of hours of entertainment. And I'm so grateful that people now have phones where you know, they can film their pet doing these silly things. I think that's so funny. And um, it's it's out there and it's available to everyone. There's a lot of funny things on the internet and what I love and that shows, um, I feel like I have a lot of faith in humanity. When you see on the internet, some of the content people create, which is so funny it means that there's a lot of love for life out there. Even in this hardship, when you can see your pet doing something silly and you want to share that with other people, that's such a loving thing to do. And I just, I'm thrilled with how many people are out there spending time sharing that kind of thing. And, and it makes me feel, my heart feels warm that they wanted to share that with, maybe not me specifically, but with other people that, their cat was being funny that day or their dog came to greet them when they came home from work and it wagged the tail really funny. It's just, yeah, that really warms my heart. That's a great perspective (laughs) that, that
1: you're happy with what's out there because there's negative stuff too, but you were intentionally looking at the positive stuff that's out there and feeling that love. So Bless you
2: for that. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. One thing that I meant to mention earlier, not to bring the conversation down off no, the, the happy pets, um, that we sometimes have to be a little strict with ourselves. Like yes. like you mentioned, we have the choice. There is negativity in the world, but if we focus on it so much, we kind of aren't able to live our gifts as much as we can. It, it dulls our sparkle, as Doreen you said. So We do have to be mindful of how we allow ourselves to interact with the world and what thoughts and feelings and beliefs, above all, that we allow into our lives. Mm -hmm. And that was actually the perfect segue because AU is what I call
1: the golden center of flaunt. And AU stands for accept unconditionally. And that means just that accept that there are hurt people, there are wounded people, there are grouchy people, there's bad stuff. And we can connect to the bad stuff just as easily as we can connect to the good stuff. And we do have to accept unconditionally the shadows within us as well as the shadows in society. And this is not a spiritual bypass. This is accepting that it's all there and then making that conscious choice. Who am I? What do I buy into? And what do I choose to focus on as I live my life? And I appreciate that you talked about in your Dark Night of the Soul that you had to do that shadow work. Because I think oftentimes people get the idea that, bing, we're blessed. We're a light worker. She's lucky. She's got this. It's not hard. It's fine. It's hard for all of us. We all have shadows. We all have baggage. And it's only when we accept unconditionally that that is who we are and that is the challenge that we have to go through, can we ascend and arise from that. And I was wondering if you could share some wisdom around maybe a point in time where you were struggling to accept something about yourself or your situation and how you overcame that.
2: Yes, first, I would love to say that one of the things that was very important to me about this book was exactly what you're saying to share with people that everyone can have that sparkly experience of life. It's not exclusive to anyone, and it can be easy. Uh, When you see people from the outside on the internet, or an author, or someone who appears to have it all together, it might look like they're special. That's why they have that. So it was very important to me to say to people that I didn't have any benefits or any pre-existing spiritual gifts. I grew up in a blue collar family when they didn't really have an education. I grew up in a very small town. I didn't have any connections or anything. And yet when I started opening to the guidance from the universe step by step, even if it was challenging along the way, I ended up arriving at this place that does feel sparkly, that is happy. And people look at me and think, probably people who don't know that side of my story, they think, that girl is just so happy. I wish I had what she has or something along those lines. But they feel like it's out of reach. So what I want to say with this book and being out here and, and being able to speak to people is, if I can have it, you can have it anyone can have it. I know that because I grew up in a lot of darkness, a lot of toxic emotional patterns in my family. I didn't really have anything going for me. So that just means when we open to that guidance from the universe, so much can change. And we may not see where it's headed now, but if we take that guided step, step by step, we will get there. And often along my journey, I did have challenges where I felt like, things weren't changing quickly enough, or the old heaviness of what I'd grown up with was coming to the surface, and it was difficult to deal with, but there was this feeling like someone pulling me forward, saying, it will get better, it will get better, and gradually it did. And now, so many years later, I look back and I see the profound transformation that was happening the whole time, But in the moments, I didn't see how the little changes and the shifts that happened along the way, I didn't see how big they would build up to be. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be glamorous. It doesn't have to be this story of, of being touched by the divine and everything magically changing. It can be something that happens because we choose the higher state and we just keep trusting that something better is there and and we work through it to unveil the light of who we really were the whole time on the inside
1: yes absolutely we are that light we always have been we always will be it's just a matter of whether we choose to express it or not and that's that next step that n in flaunt which is navigate the negative And it is my belief that there's nothing that's positive or negative. They are all just stepping stones that get us to that next level. And you could have taken your dark night of the soul and spiral down. I could have taken my husband's infidelity and let it ruin me. Whatever is going on in your finances, in your personal life, in your professional life, it's not a block. It is just another stepping stone. It's something for you to navigate around. And when it feels like it's really tough navigating, if you can go back to that laughter piece, that finding your fetish piece, that accepting unconditionally, that least makes the navigation more like a game (laughs) instead of a painful, heart-wrenching experience. In your journey, navigating your life, did you ever, or publishing your book or doing all of your work, did you ever have that moment where you thought, it's not meant to be. The universe was wrong. I've been doing it wrong. (laughs) And if so, what did you do to help kick you into that next level and to stay focused and positive?
2: That's such an interesting and great question because I think we can learn so much from how people have navigated the difficult things because when we're in the difficult place, we don't necessarily relate to the person who is happy now. We relate to the person who knows what it's like to be unhappy to get to the happy. I did feel a lot of times along the way that what if I didn't have what it took? not that the universe was wrong like the universe knew that that i could do what it was asking me to do but that i somehow was broken which is a feeling and i think a lot of us have deep down that if life hasn't gone the way that we've wanted which most of us have an experience of at some point in some way then that can be challenging but Clearing away from that and inviting the light into my space and and allowing the light to cleanse those feelings above all, that really was what helped me. And I used that tool every single day along my journey. And some days I was triggered by things that reminded me of past disappointments. And that would bring up that feeling of this isn't going to work. I'm just going to go back. I'm just going to go back to how I used to be. <laughs> Forget it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but then guidance tends to show up a little extra for us in those moments. When we're about to give up, we notice the numbers more. We see the feathers, we get the signs and that is all to show us it's okay. We understand how you feel, but there is a purpose to what you're experiencing and you don't have to feel bad. We're here and we'll, we'll guide you through it because you are here for something special. So, I love the the angel numbers and paying attention to them because they're such a great way that the universe cuts through all our fear, all our worry, and shows us that yes, we are loved, and there is a purpose to what we're experiencing. Yes,
1: and thank you for bringing up the angel numbers again because I just have to share this really quick story. My Dark Night of the Soul happened just a few years ago. But several years ago, I was put on this path. Yesterday, I found the business card of the event that put me on this path, and it was dated January 1st, 11, 2011. 1111.
2: I love that. Yeah, that that's serious? the awakening code 1111. That's what started this whole path for me as well yeah yeah
1: Yeah. so absolutely even if you're thinking this doesn't work you are going to get validation in the form of those numbers and by using that cleansing it will help keep you elevated to know that you are on the right path which kind of all wraps up in the last love letter of flaunt which is t trust in your truth As Cassidy had said, you are that divine light. You are the divine spirit. Whether or not you know it, whether or not you believe it, whether or not you trust it, you are that. So I wanted to wrap up by asking you, Cassidy, what is your truth? What are you? Who are you? Exclusive of your labels, your rules, your scripts. What is that truth that is the deepest? Place inside of you?
2: That's such a, an interesting and huge question. Because oh, it is. <laughs> as with many people, I feel like there are many aspects of me. And I could say, I am the universe speaking to you right now at, from this human self, and that you are the universe in your human self listening uh, or responding. And that's an amazing way of looking at it. Uh, as a human, I'd say, my truth and what is kind of the most appealing about me and what I add of value to the world is that I have a very childlike side and an innocence that allows me to receive these messages from the universe without rejecting them so that I can then share that with people in a way that they can then choose whether they will take it or leave it or whether they want to change their lives based on what the universe wants to know. But, But I like that. I'm open to that higher effervescent part of life. And and that's a child self thing, I feel, that to be always looking for the adventure in things, to always be looking for the sparkle, the, you know, choosing to love unicorns and glitter, whether or not you're, I don't know, 30 or 50 or 10. It's something we always have the choice. And when you don't judge yourself, when you treat yourself the way a child would treat a friend, then life can be so much fun you can play with life
1: absolutely oh i feel like that could be a whole other hour conversation (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes and i do feel like that is some of the magic in your wisdom it's not i am the authority i am the universe speaking through custody listen to me it's (laughs) it's joyful it's playful it's innocent and it's very fresh and listeners I absolutely recommend this book from the bottom of my sparkly little heart. So Cassidy, where can listeners get a hold of you? Where can they find your book? And would you like to share what you're doing with the proceeds from this book as well?
2: Yes, Uh, well, they can find my book in any bookstore online if they um, want to get a special gift from me with it. I'm giving away an energy cleanse guided meditation audio with it. If they go to CassidyKane.com forward slash book bonus, they get that with the book. So they get to really experience an even more immersive, tangible energy shift that happens when we cleanse out that heaviness, that fear. And then we also actually infuse very purposefully with high vibrational positive light, um, I love that session, and I do it myself a lot, so that's where they can get the book and they'll get that gift from me along with it. Um, I am sharing also the fact that I'm donating my royalties from this book to the Red Cross because I really wanted to do something that could help society and that could help with this crisis we're in now uh, as a planet and as a humanity so going out there with this book during this crisis, I want to make sure that it's a positive effect on the planet. And so I'm donating that part of the book proceeds to the red cross. And I hope that that will help in some way.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm sure it will. Thank you so much for your energy, for your time, for your gifts to all of us who are listening to this show right now. I Affirm that it will raise the vibration on the planet by raising our vibrations one at a time. Listeners, reach out to Cassidy, buy her book. I will put all of the information on the show page. Have a beautiful week. And as usual, always remember to flaunt who you are not, who you think you're supposed to be, because you are perfect just the way you are see you next
0: week tune in next time to flaunt build your dreams live your sparkle with radio host laura cheadle every wednesday at 7 a.m and 7 p.m eastern time on syndicated dream vision 7 radio network overcome the need to please and find the uninhibited joy of being exactly who you are right now come find your fetish laugh out loud accept unconditionally navigate the negative and trust in your truth Find out more and get your free gift at com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E dot com.